Last week, in our uh, journey through Lent, we were thinking about how uh, realising that we are separated from God puts us in need of a saviour, helps us to understand that we need a saviour. And we were thinking about remembrance, uh, that's one of the three R's of our Lent theme title, um, and we were thinking about that as we were reminded that we can always trust in God. So today, we turn our attention to another of the R's, and this one is repentance. During Lent, this season of preparation for Easter, we need to take seriously just how seriously God takes sin. And I'm not sure that we do this very well in the 21st century, but Jesus calls on every one of us to repent of our sin and to believe the gospel. The Gospel of Mark is the oldest of the four Gospels in the New Testament. And that means that the words that we find in uh, the first chapter in verse 15 are the first recorded words of Jesus. So let's read them and listen to them together. The beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt round his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. So what is it then that Jesus is recorded as saying first? Well, in verse 15 he says, repent. So repentance is a spiritual practice that's very important throughout the year, but especially so during the season of Lent. Because if Lent really is a time of preparation for the Saviour, for Jesus, then to prepare for him, we really must first repent of our sins. So what then is repentance? Well, in the Old Testament, uh, repentance is represented by the word turn. And in our second reading this morning, we're going to listen to and read from Isaiah chapter 6. 
Isaiah 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty, the whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. He said, Go, and tell this people, Be ever hearing, but never understanding. Be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Make the heart of this people calloused. Make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. So after Isaiah has realized and proclaimed his sinfulness, and God has declared him forgiven, we read that God says, Make the heart of this people calloused, make their ears dull and close their eyes, otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. When John showed up in the desert telling the people to repent, they would have understood this concept and no one would have been confused by his language or by what he was calling them to do. And repentance was really at the core of the message that Jesus gave his disciples whilst he was still alive. And later in Acts, we read how repentance is the answer that Peter gives after the crowds hear his message about Jesus and they ask him what they should do to respond. So this, this Greek word for repentance is actually metanoia. And metanoia literally means to think differently afterwards. And it's the idea that something happens and then events cause us to change our mind, uh, to think differently, to see differently. Hence the idea in the Old Testament for repentance as an act of turning away from one thing and towards another thing. But there is more to repentance than just changing our minds. Repentance is an opportunity to reflect on our sin, to repent, and in that reflection and repentance, to turn to Jesus, to receive forgiveness. Okay, it's time for this week's movie connection. And this week our movie is Wayne's World. I'm not sure if you will have seen it, but in the movie Wayne's World, Wayne and Garth are a couple of oddballs who have a cable TV channel where they do some pretty weird stuff. Uh, but in the film, they get a big break, and at one point, they get to go backstage at a concert 
and meet their hero, Alex Cooper. And when they realise who they have met, they fall to their knees and cry out, we're not worthy, we're not worthy. Now, as silly as that scene is, it is a good illustration of repentance and not that dissimilar to what the prophet Isaiah experienced. In Isaiah 6, he sees God for who God really is, someone otherworldly, set apart, a truly holy being. And in that realisation, instead of falling on his knees and crying out, I'm not worthy, like Wayne and Garth, Isaiah cries out, Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. What we see here and need to understand is that repentance is something we each must do. Only God has the power and authority to forgive us, but only we have the power to repent. Nobody else can repent on our behalf. And to do this, we must experience both God's absolute holiness and our sinfulness. The Hebrew word here, translated as ruined, means to cease to be, to destroy. And it means that who Isaiah thought he was, how good he thought he was, how smart and wise and noble, was really all for nothing. This vision of God has completely destroyed his understanding of who he is. That man has ceased to be. Woe to me, he says, I am ruined. So repentance is a realisation that we are not the people we thought we were. And this revelation really can only come when our eyes are opened to see the King. When we see God for who he is, we can't walk away thinking the same thing about ourselves that we thought beforehand. Lent really is an opportunity to focus on our sinfulness so that we can repent. Not a time to beat ourselves up about the things we've done or not done, the things we've said or not said, but it is a time to be honest and to repent. And then we will be in a much better position to trust our lives in Jesus. Now I know that repentance sounds uncomfortable, doesn't it? Perhaps that's why we don't use the word so much nowadays, a bit like sin. But repentance is powerful, because when we get to re recognise what's wrong in our lives, then we're able to receive what God wants to give us in Jesus. In repentance, we open ourselves up to God's grace and his mercy and his forgiveness. And we also open ourselves up to being used by him for the gospel. Paul, the man who wrote about half of the New Testament, said, Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. Repentance then starts with an honest understanding of who we are. Sinful people who have built our lives on sinful ways. But then in repentance, we turn to God and by his spirit build our life on him and nothing else. And in that moment of humble honesty, we're encouraged to seek the one who is holy, who can never come undone. Any journey through Lent to the glory of the cross must pass through repentance. If it doesn't, then we simply won't understand the real point of Easter, why we need the cross and why we need Jesus. The time has come. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news.